What is entry-level driver training? Today, we're joined by Kent Grisham of the Nebraska Trucking Association to walk us through and give us three different options for drivers looking to get into the trucking industry. Hello, I'm Andrew Winkler, and this is Driven Too Far, the truth about trucking, a podcast that helps over-the-road truck drivers balance career and family. Hey, we're back with Kent Grisham of the Nebraska Trucking Association today, and we're talking about entry-level driver training. Kent, what is it and who needs it? <laughs> well, everybody, well, we can just jump right to the second question uh, first. Entry-level driver training, we call it ELDT, of course. Um, you know, it was a long time coming. The law was passed probably 12 years before the rule was written for it as to how it needed to be applied and governed and all that. Um, it, it essentially took what was a fairly open system for issuing CDLs and put in some minimum standards. And I think there was some reaction within the industry, both from drivers and from the companies they work for, that the standards were just going to be unachievable. And really, I think there have been uh, a lot of ways, a lot of new systems that have been brought out that show it's really not that hard to meet ELDT standards. Uh, you know, before ELDT, uh, and Nebraska is a great state to use this example, you would have someone who grew up on a farm, mm -hmm. been driving a truck since they could barely reach the pedals. In fact, they probably sat on phone books to be able to do it. We all know those stories. And they were driving grandpa's truck or they were driving dad's truck which meant they darn well better not put one scratch on it and they better get that whatever it is that they're moving around for the farm get it from point a to point b or they knew the consequences and that person when they reached 18 had the ability then to go down to the dmv and just sail through the testing and get a cdl that they could then go out and they could expand their responsibilities at the farm or they could go get a commercial job with it. It made sense. And in every way, it was probably still working. We had, at the time that ELDT was implemented, we had over 8,000 people a year that would go to the Nebraska DMV having had no official training behind them but could pass a CDL test and get the license. When we were already in a driver shortage, and now you're talking about taking 8,000 of the people who didn't get any training, how are we going to absorb that 8,000 number mark in Nebraska uh, with the existing community college and private school systems that we had in place? Uh, because if you want a CDL, you gotta have ELDT. So if you're going from no CDL to having any class, you have to have ELDT. If you want to upgrade your class, so if you've got a class B, go B to an A, and you want an A, you got to have ELDT. Okay. Um, if you have had previously any class and you've been inactive for a period of time, I don't care if you drove for 30 years, you got to have an ELDT if it's been active for a certain period of time. Basically, the goal here is to get every single person who is holding a CDL and being out on the road as a professional driver 
they have had some minimum level of training as prescribed by the federal government. So it was an attempt to kind of standardize the training, yes, if you will. exactly. Yeah, I think we remember uh, there was even certain states in the past that we would not hire drivers out of because they were known mm-hmm. for these fly-by-night yep. CDL operations, you know, maybe a week, two weeks. I don't know what oh. it was, but it was... Maybe it was two days in some. There, there are a couple of states that there are some true great stories, not great in the sense that they were good, but great in the sense that, oh, my gosh, what a great story to prove why we need ELDT. They were, they were chartering flights from Eastern European countries, um, and they were sponsoring work visas. for. They weren't entering the country illegally. But they would fly them in, they would land them in this state, they would come off the plane, they would go to their DMV, they would have a CDL within 36 hours. Incredible. They were out on our roads with a fully loaded truck. And it was an unscrupulous way of trying to address a critical driver shortage. Um, And it was a dangerous way to do it. So now everybody has to, to uh, have some kind of process. The, the, everything's divided into essentially three parts. There's the written theory only portion uh, where you learn about truck driving and truck operations from a book. And then there is behind the wheel divided into two parts, a range. You have to drive on a range and you have to drive over the road. And you have to do all these things under the under the the authority of a of a certified federally certified instructor. The way the Nebraska Trucking Association approached it, um, not every state association chose to do it this way. We chose to become a a school, as well. So we offer the written portion okay. through the NTA. Uh, we offer it very, very affordably. I'm shocked at how much people charge for this sort of thing around the country uh, because our point should be getting drivers in seats. Um, we can we can all make a little bit of money in the process, but holy cow, some people are... Anyway, I digress. Uh, <laughs> we have a fully certified um, system all online. The drivers can can learn at their own pace. They can take it uh, and then we will help them if they don't already have a solution in place for their behind-the-wheel training, which we do not provide. Um, we have referrals. We have a system of connecting them with places that do. Optimally, what we hope for is that the NTA will get you your written portion, and then let's use that kid on the farm example right, again. Right. The farm can be the behind-the-wheel training center. Okay. Um, they can go through us, and we can help them get registered with the with the feds, the federal government. Um, they just have to have a driver who has certain qualifications, and almost all of them do. Grandpa's got it. Dad's got it. Clean record, and they have to then be able to say that I certify that that this person has gone through these range tests and has gone through this behind the, the over the road behind the wheel and he is now ready to take the state test and then he can either go to the state and take it like always or he can go to a third party tester 
that's kind of an optimum way of approaching it where nobody has to figure out how to take those 8,000 people and shove them into, I love our community college programs. The CDL programs in the community colleges are great. They, you spend five weeks, most of them, you get a really in-depth, deep education, you learn a lot, uh, and, and you come out a safe driver. Uh, we have private schools, and same thing, love them. They do a great job, but they can't absorb 8,000 people in a year. Right, they're limited on their class size. They're limited on their class size. Yeah. They're struggling with workforce availability as well. You know, they have to have instructors. They have, including instructors who meet, uh, you know, two-year safe driving record and and all of those things to be able to handle that behind the wheel. They have to have equipment. Uh, they have to have enough trucks to put all the students in. So there was just no way that they could meet those eight thousand. What we've hoped, or what we tried to do, I should say, is to bring in uh, this system where. We can help you with the written. You get yourself set up, and we'll help you with your behind the wheel. And your 18-year-old can still go through, go down to DMV and come away with the CDL. So if I was going to wrap all that up and kind of summarize it, if I'm uh, interested in getting into the industry as a driver and I want my Class A, I really have three choices. Mm-hmm. This is a private school, mm-hmm. the community colleges, yep. or the NTA can help. The NTA can help. Uh, with a combination of our written and we will connect you to if you don't have an employer who is going to train you for behind the wheel we will connect you to somebody who can well and just real quick that made me think about you know we're very rural community yeah so maybe the community colleges aren't in a convenient place for some of these people to spend five weeks or you've got that hurdle to go over it's like i still need to make money i need to work while yep. I'm going to school. So maybe the NTA is a good alternative. That way. Well, I think a, a good example of what you say was Southeast Community College, big fan of that school. Um, but they had to move their CDL program from in Lincoln to their Milford campus. Hmm. Nothing against Milford, but for people who were trying to start a new career and they don't didn't have a car, uh, they could take the city bus out to the Lincoln campus and be in the CDL program. As soon as you move to Milford, there are no buses yeah, to take the, you down they're there. Out, yeah. So then you either become a dorm student in Milford, which isn't necessarily good for our typical CDL student. Yeah. yeah. So those kinds of things are happening. And we just have to, as a state, as an association, as, a, as an industry, we just have to make sure we're out there providing the kind of alternatives. Because if we don't, the driver shortage is going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to affect supply chains. It's going to continue to affect cost. And it's going to have long-term rippling effects throughout the whole economy. Well, um, I just want to say thanks for joining us again today. You did a great job, shed some light on that for the entry-level driver training. Uh, and I know there'll be some drivers out there that get a lot of valuable information from this podcast. Well, and those drivers need to recruit, recruit, recruit. Be out there recruiting more drivers. Yeah. All right. Thanks. You bet. If you're looking to get your start in the trucking industry, don't forget to check out our show notes and hit that like and subscribe button.